What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34, and today I'm joined by two very special guests, um, two co-workers that I had in my urban farm era. Uh, I will let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sarah Fahim. Glad to be here. Thank you, Jan. Man, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Angelo. For sure. Well, welcome, Sarah and Angelo. Um, just want to start off by thanking you guys for your time um, and an interest in coming on. Um, I know it's not always easy to, to talk about deep things, but yeah, I just appreciate you guys being open to, to coming on and, you know, giving it a shot. So thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to help any creatives get their thing going. Well, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, let's jump into the warm-up questions. You know, I, this could be like a little, a little taxing emotionally and everything. So just like to to warm up a little bit. Uh, my first question is, how have you been? For both of you guys, how you guys been? You guys been good? I'm good. Thank you. I mean, that's the easiest way to put it. It's been okay. Could be better. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, it's been chill for me. Uh, been a rough year. Just kind of different way of living nowadays. You know, like you gotta wear a mask. Um, I don't know. I'm still feeling about the whole pandemic thing. Still not getting any better, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely could be better. As good as I could get. Um, I mean, since you mentioned the pandemic, uh, how do you think, you know, one year later, is it, has it been any different for you? Uh, or is it pretty much the same as it was when it started? Oh my God, it has been a year later. I guess, like, there's no more curfews, which is good. I hardly remember, like, the first time they had curfews for San Francisco. That was yeah. fair to citation. Right. No, they were taking it hella serious because uh, we pulled up to Target at like 8.01. And that's when, you know, the curfew started. And there was literally like two cop cars squatted at. But, I mean, the pandemic's still the same other than that. You know, still can't do shit. I feel like it's definitely been more relaxing, surprisingly. Because I'd be waking up every day and I don't have anything to do. I guess y'all might be different because you guys have a job, but <laughs> aside from that, even yeah, you... like two days a week, and so it felt like I had so much free time. Like I could just do whatever I want with the day. It's so unusual. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely giving me. Life <laughs> All the time. Yeah, I wish. Not even worry about anything. I wish. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... I mean, it's been a big, a big step back, or yeah, a big step back for me the past year, just to like yeah, check things out. Been? What's up? Yeah, how have you been? I've been cool. I've been cool. Uh, like you know, like I said, I've been pretty busy. Um, I've been trying to fill my time up with uh, with stuff that I'm passionate about, you know, as much as possible. Uh, my day job might not be the most thing I'm passionate about, but at least it gave me some structure to to kind of come an inspiration to come up to do something like this, which is uh, something that I'm, I've been really just riding the wave and uh, you know trying to carry momentum into you know something special, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. This is your day job, right? This is what you're referring to. 
Oh, uh, no, no. This is this is a... <laughs> I wouldn't call because it a job. Your other one's a night job, so technically this is your day job. Technically, <laughs> technically, technically. But <laughs> being technical I, over here. Yeah, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I don't want to market a day job yet or, or like, a job at all cause just because, like, I feel like it... It, uh, takes, it doesn't feel like that, yeah. It takes away from it, a li- like, you know, it's, this is right now, I don't know how I would describe this. This is like a, this is the beginning of a something. creative endeavor. There you go. I, I call them projects. I'm, I'm working on my project. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, number two is, what would you like the audience to know about you? You know, oh, I'm chill, or I'm, you know, Non-judgmental. Mm, don't take me seriously. What's that? <laughs> I said, don't take me seriously. Okay. Okay. Wait, what'd you say, sir? You don't take what seriously? <laughs> I can't hear you. You can't hear me? No, bro. I said, don't take me seriously. Don't take you seriously? Yeah, does it sound that bad? No, I can hear you good. <laughs> Looking like freaking Kenny over there. <laughs> <laughs> cozy, cozy. Big cozy. How about you, Jello? Anything you want the audience to know about you? Uh, man, I only smoke indicas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I love having a good time. I hate bad vibes. You know, that's all. No that bad is. vibes. <laughs> no bad vibes. Super high vibrations. Vibe. You know. Uh, <laughs> I was born in the Philippines. So I guess that's like the coolest thing about me. Most people don't think I'm from out there, but I talked yeah. to Sarah too. She's part, she's Filipino too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell oh, by the flag. <laughs> You're for sure, for sure. Um, are you are you living the dream, or if not, what does the dream look like for you? Living in San Francisco is living the dream. So yes. I am living the dream. For sure. Shout out San Francisco. Shout out the shitty. The shitty. We're actually gonna get flagged for this. Like we did so many curse words. Last podcast I was at, you couldn't even curse. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna market not not for kids. You feel me? <laughs> uh, okay. Age okay. restriction. Explicit yeah. <laughs> version. But yeah, yeah. How about you, Jello? You living the dream? Ah, uh, shit, man. I guess so, man. Like I said, like being born from the Philippines, like none of this would have been possible if I was out there, you know? So the fact that I'm able to just work in the cannabis industry and just live in San Francisco, where it's, you know, one of the most expensive places to live at or just be difficult to live at, it's definitely a very big blessing. And uh, it's an opportunity that I don't, you know, take lightly. I feel it. I feel it for sure. Uh... Fourth question is, what would you like your descendants to know about you? I think, you know, maybe a couple generations down and they're like, I, li- I like to think of it as like, you know, maybe they're trying to figure out who they are and what they're about. And they're like, damn, I wonder what my ancestors were like. I wonder, you know, if they were anything like me. So if there's anything you guys would want to let your descendants to know like you know i was a creative or i was a traveler you know what would you guys want them to know maybe just like focusing on yourself and maybe not like tripping about like what i did or maybe like not let it impact your journey so much and just kind Mm -hmm. of like 
maybe just take take it lightly, I guess, and just it could inspire you, but definitely not anything too like moving, I guess. Like I would never want anyone to just like follow in my footsteps. I don't think I'm gonna do it at all. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So I would support them in their own journey and maybe they could find little things that I could like inspire them by doing that. Just like doing my own thing. They How about the dress? Do you think do you think they'd be down with the dreads? The hair? Yeah. Yeah, they would love it or hate it. That's how <laughs> most people are. They either love it or they hate it. Which side do you think will hate it? And which side do you think will love it? I think like the Asians probably wouldn't like it. They have like silky, <laughs> soft, straight, dark hair. And then yeah, and then the Egyptians, like, they're nappy gang, so I think it's all good. For sure. For sure. No judgment either way. I think they would they wouldn't judge either way, but they might feel some feel some type of way. They just might be like, Oh shit, I had no idea I had a relative that you like, know. Like they dreads. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's for like, sure. Yeah, that looks dope as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Old pictures, like I just can't even <laughs> imagine people looking at our like cause selfies in this age look so different. Like when we looked at our parents' photos, they were very like professional like serious and like very nice and then all of us were like growing up during songs like with like crowds of people like with bottles like yeah it's different it's different funny <laughs> to think about like our descendants looking at like pictures of us in our 20s and in our teenagers like at edc like on the anniversary <laughs> shoulders like popping hella e <laughs> <laughs> No yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's our it's our truths, you know. No worries, no worries. Um, what's it called? All right. Did you say something, Jello, about what you want your descendants to know about you? Oh man, yeah, man. I guess like I won't let them know. It's like, I'm doing my best to make y'all proud. Damn. I'm trying to put I'm trying to put them on the map type shit. Like like I said, man, a lot of people because I came out here when I was young, man, so I didn't know a lot of like Filipino history. So for me now being a little bit more old and kind of open to other spaces, I have the opportunity to share that with them. And that's, I guess I would just let them know. I mean they don't gotta be like agreeing with all like with all but I mean what I try to do is just make them proud. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, so five is, uh, then this, this next question is, uh, how well would you say you know yourself on a scale from one to 10? Me? Solid 10, for sure. For sure. Um, I'd like to yeah, think that also. Just cause, like, I spend so much time by myself, not in a bad or good way, but just, like, I'm able to find... Man, why are you such a hater, dog? I <laughs> same. <laughs> You know, like, I'm able to kind of just understand myself, like, what I don't like, what I do like. And then when I do hang out with other people, it's just, like, I can see where they're coming from. Like, I can appreciate it, but I never take it to a point where, like, I judge them based on, like, certain shit that they do, you know? It's like, everybody's human, so mm-hmm. it's like, they're going to do what they're going to do, so you can't really force anybody on that. I feel you. I feel you. 
How about you, Sarah? How how would you say? I the question. It was uh, how well do you know yourself self on a scale from one to ten? Oh yeah, I'd, I'd like to think I feel very confident in a lot of my decisions. That's what's up. Probably realistically like an eight or nine, but I'd like to think it's a ten out of ten. Yeah, like Sarah and I are like those people you can't really like, you can't talk shit upon us because like we know ourselves so much. Like we gotta look you at you. You only influence us so much. Right, like how you gonna know me? Like I'm me. Like how you gonna tell me who I am when I'm who I am? Like, you know? That's I got you. Is. Yeah, uh, I mean personally for me, I, I'm I would say I'm a five. Uh, there's things that I feel like I do know about myself and things that I like feel. You surprise yourself a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I feel like I'm the kind of person when um, let's say like there's a t- like someone tries to put me in a box and says, oh you're you had this childhood, you had this kind of experience, this is what you're gonna do in a given circumstance. If I knew that, I'd probably just choose the opposite, just so I could be like, fuck you, you don't know me, kind of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think we're all tempted to like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah, and I, I give myself room to, to still kind of, you know, I feel like I, I had mentioned this before, but it was um, at my highest highs, I probably feel my, no, I feel like I know myself the most, but then of my lowest of lows, I probably feel lost. And, you, you like know, yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm... I'm sure I've been like that. I'm sure I've been a five many times as well. For sure, for sure. I mean, that's the that's the common life experience we all go through, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So this this one's a little lighter, but uh, what's your jam? So like, you go into the club, you, or you know, you trying to pump yourself up. What's the jam? Your go to jam? Oh, like a literal like music jam. Yeah, what's your jam? <laughs> hmm. I've got a lot of jams. I feel like I just have to say Jimi Hendrix because he's just always literally jamming. Jim Jam, come on. For sure, for sure. <laughs> or some like LA West Coast gangster rap, like EV or something. Alright, I hear you. There's <laughs> some like dope ass like West Coast hip hop or some sick rock and roll. For sure, for sure. The two worlds. <laughs> Perfect. That's all you need. How about you, Jello? Depends, bro. You know what I mean? Like, if it's a Friday night, oh, man. we got to play, you know, old school 50 Cent. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. But I got like, you. But if it's like chilling with the homies in the city, shit, you know, we could go a little mellow. We can play a little, I don't know. Shit, some fucking like, let's see. Definitely hip hop. Definitely hip hop. That's my jam. Right. I can do other music. You know, I'm trying to get into like the whole like, like, uh, like beat stuff. I don't even know how to say it. Like, I got you. Like EDM shit type shit. But oh yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it just depends on my mood, you know. Like, but usually hip hop or like anything that can like that's the song that we're playing right now is called. Uh, I look good today. Or like I look good. 
by fucking OT Genesis. You know that dude that the same like uh, um, I'm, I'm in love, love with, love with the Coco. Yeah. And they cut it. And then he also cut another Coco. Bro, he okay, I I would say OT Genesis if I want to have a good you know what I mean? Like All that right. kind of vibe. Like it makes no sense, but it make you go up. <laughs> I need to hear that new song. I need to hear the new song. I, I oh, look, you're so funny. Bro. I look good. Like I look good today. That's what it's called. I, I look yeah. good. All right, for sure. I'm, I'm gonna bump that on my way to work. Uh, <laughs> be careful! Don't crash, bro. You might get too hyped. Get too hyped. Get too hyped. Um. All right. So the next part. I just want to ask you that one though, because I want to know your current jam. Because I'm always into people's current jam. Oh, okay. Um. So did I guy? Did I tell you guys about Aaron May? Does that mm-hmm. name sound f- familiar? I'm um, checking it out right mm-hmm. now. But yeah, Aaron May. You can find him on Spotify. He has this uh, the album that I kind of listened to all the way through without skipping was called Chase. Uh, like you know chase money or uh chase bank <laughs> but um yeah uh that album has been it's dope. not chase dream it's chase money bag what's up i said it's not chasing dreams it's chasing money bags Oh no nah, no nah. it's a uh, it's I think it's more about chasing chasing uh, your goals for sure than it is about money you know I I don't know if you guys noticed but my I really my jam is struggle rap you know people talking about coming up or how they're gonna come up that's the kind of I stuff I listen to but would you play that before you know going out on Friday night Oh okay I see maybe I, not. I, well, I would say that would be like you know pre-gaming yourself up for like you know like a like a uh, what does that call like a uh, like a presentation you know you would play that I got you I probably play a specific mood but a current jam could be like whatever you're into yeah okay, yeah that's true that's true did that's you true. create that term struggle rap I did not create that term. I've I've heard it before, and um, I think so. I think I think someone was calling me out and was like, "All you do is listen to struggle rap." And, and, uh, Damn. and I'm all like, oh. "That's like me. That's like Sarah calling me. I was just like mumble rap all the time, bro." I think rap crap. Clipper Cardi, he's a legacy. All right. Clipper Cardi, that's that's a new one for me. I gotta check that one out. No, no Playboy, Playboy Cardi. Oh, Playboy. I, I was like, Clipper Cardi? Who's Clipper Cardi? <laughs> like that, That's his cousin. That's like a Bay Area Cardi. artist, like, you know, for Clipper Cardi. Cards. <laughs> but, uh, but nah, man. I mean, I feel like I listen to that, to those, to my jams, like, before a job interview or something, like, you know, just to get myself Sarah, focused. did you ever see, uh, you ever see Jan's uh, music? <laughs> yeah, bro. He had, like, a music video and everything, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, you made it. Oh, bro, yeah. he, had, he had a whole team and everything, bro. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to yeah. be a rapper before <laughs> before <laughs> Hella Hungry. That was my part time, part time. Oh yeah. wait, this is like twenty six years of me. This is like twenty two thousand two to twenty two thousand eighteen. <laughs> bro, we played at the shops. I right? love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Now you could probably tell I I try to be a rapper for most of my life. <laughs> I mean, I thought like everybody tried to be. I tried to be a dancer at one point, bro. Word. I, like, I I had no idea, Jello. What? Bro, there's a video out there on YouTube, me turfing. Do you know what turfing is? Who? I'm. Turfing. 
right. Turfin is it's like a okay, so Soka had crumping, you know. Yeah. We had turfin up here. Is it with a U or an E? Because the turf needs training. T U R F very radical feminist. It nah, it's just dog. I'm a trans unified so that shit was dope though, cause uh, cause then it was a big like right now, I swear to God, if you got off West Oakland, you would see someone turfing while waiting for the bus stop. Like it was such a big thing. So Sorry, what, what happened? So uh, Okay, so I would say like poriotics. That's like turfing. They mostly did touch. Not when you do like this. Oh, yeah, shit. That, that's tutting, but yeah. then turfing takes up when you have like footwork, when you can slide like Michael Jackson. And then. Bro, you could slide. Added... You could slide like Mike Jackson. Bruh. Bruh. I couldn't Damn, move I'm off, jealous. Had... I'm jealous, bro. <laughs> See me on a rainy day? Shit. You, oh, you like Usher funny. in that rainy day? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that one uh, TikTok? Where, like that Asian dude is just like dancing in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's that's like me. All right, for sure, man. I had I had no idea you you were you know in a past life a dancer. You hey, know? man, that's all I'm saying. You gotta hang out with me at the club. I'm at the club. I'll be turning. Oh, you need to right. get on TikTok and start making dances and shit. The what? Making TikTok dances, that would be I crazy. know. I feel like we would go viral just because San Francisco is so cool. Mm, you know, yeah. people we watch. Challenge and check out crowded SF pods for everyone's like background. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. So the next, the next part of this is like an icebreaker. Um, I don't know if you guys want to do it. You could say no, but it is a spelling bee. So, okay. damn, Sarah might beat me, but I'm down. I will beat you. All right, all right. Well, I don't know how to spell automatic though. Mom's a hard one, but we could try. You can just throw that in there. Is it good? Did you spell Fusha? Did you see that episode? <laughs> when I, yeah, where is that from? No, well, I, I um, I used automatopoeia for a previous episode. And, uh, oh, oh no! Damn, bro, that's a no, setup. It was in an episode of like, <laughs> it's a setup. like it's a setup. Hey Arnold or like one of those shows where it has spelling me. I can't even remember what that word just sticks out to me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, uh, all right, who wants to go first? I'll give him give you Sarah. guys. Sarah. Hello, Sarah. No, you. No, Sarah talking all this shit. Talking about I can spell. Oh no. Talking about. <laughs> all right sarah your word is liaison l-i-a-s-o-n you get one more chance <laughs> hey, 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 hey we, don't, we don't know if that's the right or wrong answer though word that is. oh wait wait say that again you use it in a sentence. I don't or tell me the definition. Okay. Um it is a person who establishes and maintains communication for mutual understanding and cooperation. It's like a you know It's like uh, ISO from Snowfall Dog. I've never heard that word before. Liaison. Yeah, it's um some like government shit. Yeah, it, it's Are just, you trying to tell it right? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> And don't worry, don't worry. Uh, everyone spelled it the same way you did. 
and everybody got it wrong the same <laughs> way. That's the way we said it. It's a different word. It means something else. Cause it, yeah, I'll tell you that you were just missing one letter, but all the other letters were right. Probably an E. E silent, huh? Liaison. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give it one more chance. Or if you want to think about it, I'll move on to Jello for his his question. You could. Ah, you better spell this shit, sir. So it was L I A I S O N. There's like L I A I. S O N. I've really never heard that word before. I'm sorry that it's just drew. That was the card you drew at that time. But don't worry. There's gonna, there's gonna be other game game show uh type things in the future. Uh all right, Jello, you ready? Fuck no, but go ahead. Your word is miscellaneous. Oh, come on. All right. M-I-S-C-E-L-L-I-O-U-N-S. You were close, man. No way. You, you had that beginning down. It was that second half. Yeah, so. Miscellaneous. M I S C. Miss I L. Ooh. L. M I S C I L. Ooh. I have no idea, bro. That's just hard. I'm sorry. Okay, guys. Uh, Sarah, Sarah can try. Sarah, go ahead. If you get this one, you, you, you can qualify for a spelling bee episode. Miscellaneous. Damn, there's a spelling bee episode? Yeah, man. I, well, I'm trying to see how many guests can get the words right, and then I'm going to do a spelling bee episode at some yeah, point. Sarah. It'd be so much easier to write it down right now. But <laughs> it's really hard. Okay, let me try one more time. Let me try one more time. It's M-I-S-C... M-I-S-C-I-L... Oh, fuck it. Never mind. You're about... What you're saying is telling me what was wrong. But I'm gonna say M I S E A L L A N E O U S. You looking? Uh, that was. I just looked it up right now. Sarah got it. Oh, Did she... I? I don't know. I don't. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think you got it though. Say it one more time, I'm Sarah. Sorry. Say it one more time, Sarah. M-I-S-C-A-L-L-A-N-E-O-U-S. You're close, but there's no... It's It's M-I-S-C-E-E instead of I or... Or a, yeah, miscellaneous. I, man, I'm really bad at like picking the words because I never know, you know, what is what is just like the right amount of challenging. And uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think you're doing good. I think most. I feel like, like these are like daily words. You know what I mean? Like I've <laughs> seen miscellaneous. I always fuck up on necessary. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Right, yeah. So necessary. Necessary. Um, N E C E S S A R Y. I don't know if you. Yeah. When the hard necessities. That's hard, right? 
Yeah, that's I know what's necessary, but <laughs> but uh, Jan was in the Jan was in the uh, the, the squad group. I was on ESPN, bro. You know, doing the spelling bee contest. <laughs> I wasn't though. I wasn't though. All right. Well, now we got we we headed into the main part of the whole jam. Um, give me a number between one and thirty-four. You can go for it. Eleven. Ooh. Okay. What What stance on the issue? Uh, that you have you changed your mind on like something where you're like oh this is the way I think about it and then at some point you were like you ah, maybe like that. yeah um man um I would say probably religion bro like that's like the biggest thing I've realized Oh, tell like, tell me more, man. Say more, yeah. Just cause like <clears throat> growing up, like I always had my parents force me to go to church on Sundays, right? And I hella hated that shit. Like I was always like fake sleep, so I wouldn't have to go. And um, my parents split, and like you know, we used to like just hang out every Sunday type shit. So obviously that's what happened. sense like like they think our lives would get help like i don't know that's just me personally you know i believe there's upper being i get it but i think it's not like i it's not a guy named jesus that you know mm. saved us all but the concept of that there's like a higher being gives people comfort that you know they have a purpose or they were brought to life for a purpose and um i didn't understand that when i was a kid i was just like Oh, like Christmas, you get presents because, you know, Jesus was born, but I never took it to the point where, like, my parents did where they took it, you know, every day they would, like, pray. I mean, I still don't pray every day, but I guess I was I wasn't as tolerable, like, now that I am with it. Like, I used to just be hella mad that I would be in church. Damn. But, like, yeah. like, now, like, I see where they're preaching at. Um... It's just life lessons, pretty much. It's like, like astrology, bro. Like, it's things that everybody can relate to and can understand and kind of build their lives better if you, you know, take it to heart a bit. Um, I got you. Religion, yeah, religion was like one of the bigger things. I'm not a super religious person, but um, I can see why you know billions of people believe in that like hard, just because uh, you know people get lonely. So it's just another, and it could be another path for them to find, you know, company in, get comfort. For sure, it uh, it definitely builds community, right? Like religion brings people together, makes them feel like they're a part of something bigger, which I think is yeah. what everybody's kind of looking for in life. Yeah, um, that was the thing too. Like I didn't realize, like, because um, I have some cousins in the Philippines, and their religion, they're very religious too, but they believe in like the evangelist church or. Um, uh, but it's yeah. I forgot the I forgot like the actual name, but um, they live their life to like uh, a point where um, they taught them good manners, and it kind of reflects their life now. Like they have their own shop now. I mean, they're like 28, 29 so they're doing their own business. Uh, they even help out their parents. So it was just, 
you could say that some higher being helped them out, but then you getting fuzzy, bro. I can't hear you. All right. I, I couldn't hear you. You getting fuzzy. What's that? All right. I honestly can't think of one. Um, mm. what was I saying? Can you hear me better? Yeah, yeah, I hear you better. All right, cool. Uh, I guess just like, you know, with like religion, they can use it as a tool to inspire them in life. And that, that's the thing that kind of changed my life. Like, you know, my perspective on it. Like, I thought people were just crazy, like religious, you know? Like, oh, I got you. I got you. Like that, they just did it just because they were scared of some God or some, you know, higher power. But it's more than that, uh, you know, it gives them, you know, a chance or a light at the end of the tunnel type thing. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I think religion is huge in like countries that are not as developed as first world countries, you know, like they got to have that kind of hope and that light, um, especially when like, you know, their surroundings or something might not be the best. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah, man. Thanks for sharing. I know. Didn't expect that, but yeah, appreciate it. Um, how about you, Sarah? You said you couldn't think of one. I can't think of one. I mean, that's pretty dope. That like you know, you felt like that everything you kind of uh, your stances are your stances, and like there hasn't been anything that can really change that for you. Maybe. Yeah. No, like yeah, my parents would like. Of their ideas, you can put letting me be like how Americanized or something, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, they were just like, oh, you're in America, like, like I'm not going to try to bring my culture that much because my dad had a different culture. Like, it was like so different. It was just like easier to just like keep it in the world. For sure. For sure. Um, I was going to say something about religion. But, uh, oh, uh, you guys can, uh, so, you know how they talk about the universe is, like, super expanding and, like, it's endless and it just keeps going on and on, right? Like, that's what they kind of say. I had this theory of, like, you know how, uh, because I, I think I believe in, like, other dimensions or, like, uh, what's it called? Parallel universes and whatnot. You guys think it could be possible that the at least in space we got like our our dimension it creates like uh that mirror mirror effect you know, like when you put two mirrors in front of each other it has like that infinity kind of like point of view where it just keeps going and going and going i don't know i talk about like i talk about like uh it was reminds me of like yeah like that uh it's like ricky and morty you know like there's different timelines is that what we're talking about? I'm talking about different timelines, and I think it could be possible just because, like, I think there's there's an edge to our universe, but because there's an edge on the left and an edge on the right, that's like a mirror that they kind of like look at each other, and then it looks like our universe is forever, or like it goes out, goes on forever. But just because the edges are like kind of like pointed at each other, and it it, it creates that effect. Like, that it's yeah, but that that reflection are those other universes, and the more reflection are the are the other universes that you know we just can't get to. I guess that's what a parallel universe would mean, wouldn't it? Like one that's like 
like ours, but opposite. There's a there's like different different things that are different in a in that other universe. But yeah, yeah, like so hard for me to imagine. Like, like like a, like a alternative universe. Is that what we're talking about? Like, <laughs> so I'm just trying to like. I was just I, yeah. I just um threw it in there just because of the whole religion talk and like how you know with the universe how the universe is built and everything that goes into it it's just a Not theory that ass- what i think of is like okay y'all watch men in black yeah uh-huh. okay so then how like i think it's like the first one i think it's the first one where the cat's fucking like necklace his name oh, was, yeah uh, like, his the cast name was orion yeah yeah yep. on the thing he had like a like a like a ball like a marble and then at the end of the, the movie, it showed like that marble was the size of like a fat ass galaxy. So that's what I think it is. It's like, cause size, we don't really know. There's bigger, there's planets that are like a million times bigger than this. So it's like, there's possibilities where there's, you know, creatures out there that are way bigger than us. I mean, relatively humans are super like young compared to like the universe. Um, yeah, man. So we don't really don't know, honestly. That's the scary part. Yeah, it's hard to even imagine like, like something like a, like a simulation, like us, like humans somewhere else. Oh, like a matrix, bro. <laughs> Damn. I mean, like, that could be right though, because I could have imagine like, like another universe being like completely different from ours, but I can't really imagine one like in a parallel way where it's like. In another universe, like we're all hanging out, but like somewhere else or whatever. I hear you. I mean, would, would you? I mean, if we're thinking about, you know, would our past, you know, like thirty seconds from now, that would be like our parallel universe, right? Our past <laughs> could be reliving itself, right? You it could, could be, be. like yeah. that. That's always a possibility. You know? It could be our like fiftieth life or something. Or this could be like the 80th time we ran this thing, you know what I mean? I hope I get another life, honestly. You know, I was abandoned. Do you guys get deja vu? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like my whole thing with deja vu is like, I think that's our past life. I, I used to think that our souls belonged in the same like time frame of wherever we were. So, like, the reincarnation thing would just be us reliving. Our, our same lives in the same time frames and stuff and that's just, that was just me thinking like oh yeah that's the cause of deja vu it's like I've been here before I can kind of like remember what I was about to do and <laughs> anytime I catch Those myself so weird. what's that? Those moments are so weird oh no doubt no doubt it uh I try to try to like change whatever like if I see something on the table I'll move it to another place real quick just cause I'm like okay now it's, now it's different <laughs> Something's changed, but yeah, it, it's just a silly thing that I think about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, the universe is like unfathomable to me. Ah, I feel it. Um, all right, so Sarah, choose a number. All right, let's do number one. Number one. Ooh, okay. Uh. What was one of the most pivotal points in your life? Probably just when I left LA. Like, it didn't feel that like pivotal. It just felt like a big change. 
but I feel like it's really important to like leave your hometown for a bit, even if it's just for like a year. I mean, I moved here in 2017, so it's been like four years, but yeah, I think it's really good to just like live somewhere else and experience a different city. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I'm super grateful to be here. And I'm going back and probably let this go other places from here. So, that's what's up. That's what's up. Did was that a hard decision for you to make to move, or was that just like? No. <laughs> I, I definitely want to do this. For sure, for sure. I thought about it for a bit, and I was like, I should just do it. It's yeah. Time. I was visiting here so much, but I was like, I'm always here. We here like every month or what? Yeah, sometimes multiple times a month. Word. Damn. Did uh. Was there another place you you had in mind, or was it always just San Francisco all the way? I like never thought about it until I started coming to NorCal, and then I was like, my eyes were like, wow, like it's like California is just so great. It's just so big. There's so much to see in one state. I got you. And they're both so different, you know. How are they different? I guess it's mostly the people that make the difference. I guess I guess Nortel is prettier too. <laughs> like, hey, 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 she hella doesn't want to admit it, but SF is hella nice out here. Nortel, I mean, wait. all of Nortel is just really pretty, like because it's more wet up here, and SoCal's really dry. Like, I mean, we have like the Valley and stuff. They have like the Mojave. They have deserts and Joshua Tree, but definitely like that lush green. Like that moist air. I feel you. I feel you. How about you, Jello? You got uh, any pivotal moments in your life? Um, I'd say when I probably went back to the Philippines in like 2014. Oh, where? Going back home. Also, because when I came out, yeah, I came out in 02, right? I was like six years old. But there was some shit going on, and I didn't get back until 2014. So that's fucking like 12 years, you know. And I was like, it's pretty much spent my whole life here. I got back then; it was just such a different like experience, you know. Um, like, yeah, I had a, you know a lot of money because you know dollars is worth a lot more over there. But just the opportunities that I was given here, like at that time um i was starting to work in the cannabis industry mm. so for me to be able to do that and then for them to just be scared of saying the word weed is just like mind blown also like the memories that i had when i was a kid like everything looked so big but then it was because i was like a fucking little shit you know i was like two foot tall but like now when i go back dude, everything there's super small tight um but I'd say that was the biggest part because it just kind of humbled me. Like, made me kind of realize, like, oh, shit. Like, all right. My parents came out here for a reason. You know, it wasn't just to, like, fuck around type shit. Yeah, yeah. It was just to give people better opportunities, to, you know, the families better opportunities and have a better life. Because, you know, I don't want to say it, but, like, if, you know, life out there is a lot more rough than over here, for sure. But um, just being able to come up from nothing that's like the next goal no doubt no doubt um 
That's, uh, that's another number for you guys. Go ahead, Jello. I think it's seven. Your turn. Seven. Number seven. Seven eleven. Are those your numbers? <laughs> it's eleven seven. Alright, Jello. Uh, what what keeps you grounded? What keeps me grounded? Yeah. What keeps yeah. you humble? What keeps you? What keeps me humble? Good to Oh, no, damn, I wish I had some. Um, uh, what keeps me humble? Um, you know Martin Ellis is from Northtown? They're from Westville. That's like top They're show. local. Top show. This is the first thing I'm so good. Fun fact, I used to get drunk off apple cider when I was a kid. <laughs> drunk off for what? Yeah, no. Apple cider? Uh, drunk. That's yeah, so yeah. Funny. You know, with my plastic cups. You feel me? Drinking with those. Were you actually out? Nah, I was like. You were just pretending you were being. I was just like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucked up. I'm tired. I'm about to go to sleep. Nah, we, we did that. To, we did that to my younger cousins, man. We used to be like, "Oh, this is some alcohol," and then they would be like, "Oh my god, I'm so drunk," and we'd be laughing at them. Like, <laughs> I was even supposed to drink beer. It'd be one of my friends' family parties, and they would just—all the dudes would be drinking. <laughs> the grandpa was like fucking seventy, and he's like drinking every day. Hey, man, you—that's you earn drinking all the time <laughs> at that age for sure. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. Did you answer? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, what was the question again? Sorry. I'm going to say, like, Earth, the trees. The trees are, like, literally rooted and grounded. And they always, like, literally bring you back to Earth. Especially when there's so many. If you're, just, like, immersed in the woods. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely. And there's yeah. redwoods in here. Like that's something they exist in LA. Like there's redwoods in Oakland. So amazing. Yeah, for sure. Did you know that? I did not know that. There's Is like that... a huge redwood park over there. A redwood park. Yeah, I've been like the Oakland Hills. It's super awesome, and it's like some in Santa Cruz and some in your woods. I've been to the Muir Woods one for sure. I don't know about Santa. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. You have to pay like fifteen dollars for the whole thing. Damn. For Oakland? Yeah. No. For, <laughs> for Oakland? No, for Muir Woods because oh, yeah. it's an awesome watchman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Oakland's nice though, man. I've been working out there more, most of the east side, yeah, but it's so like, nice. I get it though. Like they said, don't be by yourself at night but it's common sense like <laughs> yeah no shit if you're by yourself anywhere at night like you're gonna get fucked up but other than that man people are tripping but these local is nice yeah yeah i mean you know i i didn't spend i worked in oakland for a little bit for like three months or something um and i haven't spent too much time out there besides you know going to sports games or whatever but the vibe I get from Oakland is totally different from a fr- like San Francisco vibe or, or a very yeah. vibe. Uh, the thing I've noticed is people like to talk to you in Oakland, bro. Like, uh-huh. you'll just be just chilling at a store, you know. Like, even if it's a pandemic, it's like, oh, what's up, man? Like, 
I fuck with that. I like, yo, what's up? I like, cause I be wearing a lot of like, you know, cannabis brand like yeah, yeah, yeah. shits. So I be like, hey, bro, like, that's a dope sweater, bro. <laughs> it's just hella. It's different, cause back in San, it's everywhere in San Francisco, but like same thing in Oakland. But the people just want to like just chop it up with you, especially like the older people, or like the people that just be you know doing their own thing, that just be posting up at the corner store. And, like, dude, I see it here every day. Like, do you do anything else? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and that's where the conversation starts. And just chop it up. But it's just um, cool spot, cool community out there. That's what's up. Yeah, I mean, if I had a job out there, then of course I'd be staying out there. It's just uh, that would that would be the move for me for sure. I'd just be like, fuck it, I'm gonna go to Oakland just because it's closer. And I feel like you can get around the city a little bit easier too, right, than San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, just for a mile spot. I mean, the M line's right here, Bart's right here. Mm. Um, if I didn't have my car, I would definitely be more in like you know, Soma, like financial or like. At least in the city, rather than like the outskirts. But you know, I gotta make sure my car's cool. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And for you, Sarah, it's the trees, or keeps you. Growing. Oh wait, I didn't even answer the question. Yeah. Oh, you did get that. Yeah, I can't think of one. I was just rambling off. But... It's good, man. It's good. This is what the conversations are for. Oakland keeps me grounded, obviously. Nah, I want to say Oakland. I've only been a local Oakland since like, well, I've been rest of the East Bay my whole life, so technically. Oakland. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> At least. Home keeps me grounded. Yeah, I say my, I say, I say my mom's cooking keeps me grounded, bro. Like for real. Like every time my parents make food for me, because it's so like rare. Because uh-huh. I live on my own, and yeah. a lot of times it's like, yeah, yeah. I text them like, hey, how do you make this? Or like. What do you do? And then I'll follow step by step, you know, lifeline bar for bar. Yeah, yeah. Still don't taste the same, bro. Like, but yeah. when I eat it, yeah, it, it, I, it just reminds me of like when times are so much easier, bro. Like, I had no responsibilities. I don't gotta do shit. I just show up, eat shit, sleep, wake up, eat shit, sleep. Yeah, yeah. And that, <laughs> that's how I feel right and, now. And I feel like with our lives being so busy, yeah, it's a pandemic, you know, like we have so much shit going on, you know, our personal lives, families, our ambitions, our you know, the shit that we want to do, school. So just having that time, you know, that's, you know, that specific part of your day just kind of makes everything worth it. It's like, damn, I can do this shit again. For sure. For sure. Nah, man, I mean, it is a humbling experience, definitely, when when you get taken care of or someone kind of takes care of you. You're just like, oh, shit. Like, you know, I thought I had it all on my own. And then somebody comes and helps you out. And you're like, fuck, I did need help, you know, or I didn't know as much as I thought I did <laughs> kind of moments. We literally had Jasmine cooking. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my mom. My mom likes to cook for everybody, so. Uh, I love that. Yeah, that's that's her jam for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, we're almost to the end, y'all. Like, uh, you know, good conversation always flows kind of fast. Um, so. We uh, just give me one more question, and then yeah, and I think I got Wait, I got the last, last question. Thirty-four. I'll do that. 34. 35. Life is all about blank. Life is all about blank. 
Well, fill in the blank. Hmm. It sounds so cheesy, but I want to say <laughs> love. And it doesn't even have to be like that type of love, just like not to have like so much like hate and anger inside of you. Like I just like feel for people that have a lot of that and carry that with them all the time. And I think it's important to try to like kind of let that go and focus on just not even something you have to be loving other people just like having love in you whether it's like for yourself or your hobbies or just being alive or whatever that may be I think that's important for sure, for sure. cheesy but important, important. <laughs> I gotcha how about how about you Jello have you heard that before <laughs> what's that have you heard that before? Uh, that answer for that specific question. Uh, no one's uh, picked that question before, so that was your first one. Oh wow, for number thirty-four, no yeah. one picked it for sure. And uh, yeah, so if so, after Angela, I'd love to hear your answer. All right, go ahead, Jello. Oh, uh, sorry, what was the question again? What life is all about? Blank. So fill in all the right. blank. Life is all about blank. Um, oh, I say experiences, you know, you can't live through life without experiences. Like if you're doing the same thing in life, you're not going to get nowhere. It's like, you got to fail to succeed. You know, you got to go through shit. You got to fuck up first. So you know what you fucked up on. So you become a better person because that's how you grow as a, you know, a human being and become, you know, a better version of yourself every day. Like, I'm pretty sure no one knew this pandemic was going to happen, but a lot of people got skills out of it. Like, I learned how to cook. You feel me? <laughs> I worked at a different job in the cannabis industry. I thought I was just going to be in butt tending, but now I'm doing media. So it's just kind of like going hand to hand what I'm trying to do with school. But sure. I say life is about experiences because you know, that's how you learn. I mean, if you're not going to learn, bro, you just. What are you getting out of it, then? Life, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like that's the whole point of life. Like you just, want, you just about to just experience it. Like even if, even if it's bad or good, at least you're experiencing life, and that's what living is. Like you're experiencing the moment, you know. Yeah, I think like fulfillment is really important. Like having like fulfilling experiences, and feeling stuff for yourself. Yeah, like the like the dramatic experiences are like my favorite ones because like. Hmm. I love fucking soaking in my own fucking depression. <laughs> but but the light at the end of the tunnel is just so rewarding, bro. Like you understand other people's like like actions or like your own actions, and that's when I kind of realized like for me to just step back and just appreciate you as a person. Like you have your own mentality, you know what you're thinking, you know what you're saying. So it's like. It's either you like that person as a person or you don't. Like for most people, they overthink it. Like, oh, they don't like me because I do this, or like, oh, I do this and they don't like it. Like, no, nah, like y'all just don't click. Y'all don't like each other. Y'all don't fuck with each other. So it's just it's nothing personal. It's just it's nothing personal. Yeah, like if it becomes personal, I look at you like you're stupid. Like, I never take anything personal from me. Like the only time I do take it personal is between my family. You know, mm-hmm. then at that point, yeah. If you go after me, like I said, like I know myself, 
so for you to come after me or like at each other is just useless in my opinion because i don't know you you know yourself more than i do so it's like that's what i would think life is all about just be your own person you know go live through life and you're gonna figure it out sooner or later i hear you i hear you and uh yeah i mean there's no wrong answer to that question for sure i think uh it's a little bit of what everybody kind of thinks life is all about you know um uh, for me you know i think the older i get the more it makes sense that life is life is about energy and more specifically the energy you bring to other people um yeah because like you know life is short uh and like people come and go in your lives and every all that, all that stuff happens so i try to think of like what's the most constant thing that i can con- take control of and um i think for me it's just bringing that energy and that that i don't know like i think there's there's a, already enough bad energy in the world that you know we need the people who want to bring good energy kind of like step up and and do more of it and do more of it like you know out there so yeah uh for me that's that that's what life is all about and that's what kind of drives almost every decision that i make as i the older i get but yeah Um, i feel like that's very like selfless of you because like life is almost about like how you treat other people or your relationships or what you put out into the world that like affects everything around you including people it's i've just done so many drugs that it feels that way (laughs) but uh yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, but i think that's what what like you know if you're gonna do drugs do them responsibly and because uh, (laughs) i don't do drugs mom (laughs) but um, i don't know these people (laughs) but uh yeah there's only so much that the world is kind of willing to teach you unless you kind of go out there and try to find lessons in other ways and yeah uh, i think as much as a bad rep drugs get it helps too with with a lot of other things um so teach you a lot definitely there's a spot in oakland called zydor with a z zydor right okay it's a membership you gotta apply online like you can't even go on like if you're not even applying but <clears throat> it's a it's like the recreational mushroom shop out there bro yeah, check that so out like <laughs> it's crazy yeah like i went in there and it's literally like a like an old school dispensary back in the day bro glass displays everywhere bro and there's just mason jars it's just hella shrooms i might just and sign then, up man. <laughs> yeah, I might hey just listen sign. hey all i'm saying is if people like took shrooms in their life it definitely switched my perspective up and it you know people say that for a reason i see you look at you sarah <laughs> look at you and it's california so i feel like whoever's listening you know if you're in california take the you know opportunity to at least try it out like they're not gonna you know they have pills that they have legal that'll fucking kill you so you're telling me like this shit, yeah. you're scared of this like natural plant yeah, like, just- yeah it's terrifying but yeah it's because you're going through some shit in your life <laughs> like if you go and try- allows you to understand where you, how you should approach it. 
if you're a first time shroomer out there and are considering it just take small doses in the beginning you know don't don't scare yourself off from the experience of going jumping into the deep end i don't know if you guys <laughs> what's that or just go just go to the side door go to the side door like yo it's my first time tell what them uh, tell Most them people are dope no tell them 34 questions sent you so <laughs> i'll take care of you well yeah uh cool well i want to thank you guys again for your time um and your interest coming onto the show uh i hope we can do it again in the future uh i'll let you i'll hit up you i'll hit you guys up to find out if you guys are interested i hope you guys had fun um and uh this is amazing <laughs> uh, yeah. We didn't even get through that many questions. We did like five, maybe less. That's the average. A- average is like people really get into the the actual question that I ask, and it just goes and on. Like, we gotta try to like get as many yeah, get more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Speed for run. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last question to just like end it, it would be. What is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far? Be yourself and another cliche, don't give a fuck about what other people think because that's just exhausting. You know, I, I don't don't feel bad about the cliches. I think cliches become cliches because they're so true. For you know, <laughs> it's, it's so true that you know. And it's probably something people don't want to hear, so they put it back. Yeah, some of them are so good, like, live and let live, live and let die. Like, just don't worry about other people, like, just do your own thing. There's so many cliches about that one idea. For sure. How about you, Jello? Uh, you know, like, I would say, like, not being as hard as on myself. I feel that was like the biggest thing, like especially at our age, it's, it's understandable to kind of fuck up, but it's also another effort or another you know war to just make sure you're emotionally unattached to like failures that much. Like, don't take it as too personal. Like that was my issue. It was just if I fucked up, it was like damn, I'm not good enough. But it was just I gotta just gotta keep working at it. Michelle. Yeah, I think it's important to like manage your expectations too. Like, even in other people, like I feel like people will let you down, and you just expect more out of them, and then it almost feels like it's your fault to be like, oh, like I shouldn't have expected them to be like this certain way or whatever. And so it's almost like maybe I should just keep my expectations lower, <laughs> like not too low, but you know what I mean, like realistic yeah even with yourself yeah yeah i mean i i I do believe you know where we are our own greatest critic you know and like you guys said there's nothing really anybody can tell you you know that's going to influence you too much because you you kind of know yourself i feel the same way it's kind of like you know look any bad thing anyone can ever say about me, I probably already told myself a million times. So, yeah. uh, why, why, why would any somebody else, you know, change that? Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you talked about failure, Jello. You know, I I feel like 
for 10 years I failed every day and um, I think now it just it just helped me kind of like focus on what I really want to do and pushing me to something even crazier so yeah that's something I <laughs> I, I I'm kind of proud of to be honest yeah, I hope you're very yeah. proud of you <laughs> by the way yeah. right on like, like what you be doing yeah like all I'm saying is like you know me and you are creatives all of us are creatives so it's just like we know what makes us happy but it's just like there's steps along the way where shit's not fucking fun bro like you don't you don't want to spend your energy on it anymore and that's like the whole thing that i was just trying to like get myself over is like you gotta keep at it like yeah there's always gonna be a new day just keep at it it could be different too but uh yeah so real quick <laughs>